for the 17th time now? 17? I'm not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. I started out wanting to talk about just the general quarterback situation of each team. But because I just finished writing a blog post about cracking, make, making some uh, some wild guesses as to how teams could, how every team in the league could potentially go get Tua. Uh, it ended up being a, how could every team go get Tua? And I took it a little more seriously than I did the blog. But you should check out the blog. There's some, I like some of my jokes in there. You might like them too. But uh, one segment today, quick hitter. It's draft day. There's going to be a ton of content tomorrow. Doing the draft recap with Doug uh, Thursday night. So excited for that. That'd be three, three pods this week with one of my best friends. So stoked for that. But yeah, I dive into like who's who's legitimately like if Tua was there for them, would they take him? Is kind of how I handled the pod. The blog is more okay. What kind of crazy shit would have to happen for them to want Tua? For them to go get Tua? Um, but yeah, I had I had fun with this one. I had fun with the blog post. Excited for you guys' feedback. And you know, I think there's. There's 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 one thing that's kind of been and and there's one thing that's kind of been sticking with me lately about the podcast and everything else is that yeah you know, I'm only on episode 17 but this feels really good and and the numbers look really good and the momentum's there and I appreciate you guys so much for for sticking it out and all the like wonderful reviews and even the shitty reviews I just I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it and it's like there's uh you know this is something that. You know, the YouTube and the Twitch and everything else. Like, I wasn't able to stay up till, you know, midnight, 1 o'clock working on this stuff. And right now it's 12.37 a.m. But this is telling me that I really like doing this. And so, um, what what that should tell you guys is that, one, uh, hopefully I'll be able to keep it going. But two is that I, I really would love um, your feedback, constructive or otherwise, on how the pod's going and what you think of it, what I can do to improve it, what you want to hear, ideas for segments, all that shit. And that would mean a lot to me if you guys helped build this thing the way you guys want it. Because if you guys love it, you'll go tell five people. And that's how we that's how we build some build some velocity. So anyways, thank you guys so much. We're off to a great start. And uh, I can't wait for the fucking draft. So um up next, the se- my segment on starts out like, hey, what is your team's QB situation? And kind of, you know, merges in with the blog post I did on medium.com at not Joe Flacco, medium.com slash at not Joe Flacco. Go check it out. It's a quick read. It's like a five minute read. Thanks, guys. Episode 17 of Nacho Flacco the Podcast is brought to you by Socialism. Socialism. It's basically what the NFL draft is. Pooling resources and everybody gets has to go in order. And you stand in the bread line and you wait for the player that comes to you. And if there's no good players when it comes to your pick, 
tough shit. And it rewards people that don't do well. Socialism. Sponsoring today's episode of Not Joe Flacco, the podcast. Okay, so it's draft day, folks. And we are, listen, the the whole point of the NFL draft, set your team up for the future. You don't have a future if you don't have a quarterback. So I'm going to be going through each team's quarterback need ranking thing. I'm basically giving you my feedback on each team and whether or not, what type of quarterback and when they might be looking at a quarterback in this draft. We're going to start with the AFC North because... They've got the first pick in the draft. The Bengals are going to take Joe Burrow. The goal here is that they're set for the next 15 years. We talked about on the Carson Palmer podcast from Monday. Uh, and even on thing on the first podcast that I'd ever done was one of the questions was, is Joe Burrow going to be a bust? And I said, maybe, probably not. The recent history of quarterbacks isn't great but the organization he's going to is terrible, especially for quarterbacks. And I don't see anybody being crazy successful uh, in Cincinnati. Yeah, I think, and and like I said on the Carson Palmer podcast, Carson Palmer's had a top 10 career from like the last 20 years, a top 10 quarterback career from the last 20 years. But he played for the, Bengals, the Raiders, and the Cardinals. And so he gets no love, no respect, only one playoff win in his career. And those are the things that will make it seem like, you know, a quarterback of a very high caliber is not, you know, is is, is closer to a bust. So um, the the Bengals are obviously getting that, that position fixed. The Browns have a guy, I, I like Baker Mayfield. I like the swagger. I like the the bravado. But the, again, we're talking about terrible organizations, and he's going to be on his second, head, third head coach in three years. Three head coaches in three years. So I don't see the Browns taking a quarterback except really late, like fifth round and beyond. The Steelers had their chance last year to see what Mason Rudolph had. I don't think they think he's got it. They've got Big Ben back this year, but they have to be looking QB of the future. You know, they are a candidate in the second, third, fourth rounds to try and find somebody that they can groom. The Ravens are in as good a position as any team in the league in terms of their quarterback. Uh, they may be looking for for a backup quarterback, a project quarterback. You can never have too many of these guys. Maybe a guy that's similar in style. I don't know who that might be, but they might be looking for somebody that's similar in style to Lamar Jackson so they can continue to run. The key for the Ravens is going to be conti- being able to continue to run the same plays whether Lamar's in there or the backup's in there. The Dolphins should be looking quarterback. There's a there's a there's a rumor out that they're looking to jump ahead of the Giants, 
trade up with the Lions to jump ahead of the Giants to take a tackle, which would be, I don't know if they're thinking that two is going to fall and maybe they're going to use 18, their pick at 18 to trade up for two or wait for two to drop to them. Um, but I think that that also could just be a, a smokescreen that they, you know, they, it just could be a smokescreen. I don't necessarily believe it, but God, you, you've got to think with that, you know, that team would be in a really good spot. I like their coaching staff. I like what they've done with their off season. They'd be in a really good spot if they had a, if they had a, a, a good quarterback fits magic, notwithstanding um, the jets, the jets think they're set. Uh, with Sam Darnold, I, I talked about this on the Sam Darnold pod. They are there. I they've got Gaze. He's the problem, not Darnold. They're probably not going to draft a quarterback very high, and uh, because of that, you know they're obviously not in the two of sweepstakes. The Bills are very high on Josh Allen. I'm not. I think that it would be reasonable if I'm the if I'm the Bills GM. I'm taking Tua. Oh, shit. I don't even have a first-round draft pick. Hmm. How do I pull this off? How do I get Tua and switch Josh Allen to tight end? I got to think about this. The Jaguars are interesting. They're sitting there at uh, nine, I think. And they've they've really only got Gardner Minshew. And so if Tua drops to them, that's a really interesting team because – it's, it, they're not talentless. They need some help on defense, but you know, two is two has got an elite skill set, and and Minshew's kind of more of like a a super backup. And I, you know, I think that you know if if you can get two at nine, and you're the Jaguars, you've got to do it. Uh, the Tennessee Titans. You know, Ryan Tannehill played his fucking ass off last season. Again, I've said this a couple times. He was basically, if you remove all the the minimum requirements for passes thrown and things, he was the best quarterback in the league, which is on which is unreal considering what we thought of him just a year ago. And so, I don't think the Titans are in the market at all. But that being said, you know, if if two were to drop into the twenties. You know, maybe they're thinking about it. You know, because he's not going to be expensive. You got to count. You got to have a backup, anyways. It's insurance in case Tannehill was a one-year wonder or a half-year wonder. Um, the Texans are set at quarterback. That doesn't mean that Bill O'Brien won't trade Deshaun Watson to the Patriots. We'll see. They don't have a first-round pick. Patriots do. Could we see Deshaun Watson in those new Patriot uniforms, which I like, by the way. Kind of sick. The Indianapolis Colts, they've got Brissett, who they obviously don't think is the future. They've got Rivers, who is obviously not the future. I think he's only on a one-year deal, for Christ's sakes. So are they a team that could make a run at Tua. Would they would they be interested potentially in finding a way to 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 bring him on? The Chiefs are set, don't need to go into that. The Chargers. 
the San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles. If he falls to six, man, they've got to get him. They have got to get him. You can't open that stadium with Tyrod Taylor as your number one quarterback. And same same for the Raiders. If two were to drop to 12, and, and the Raiders have the luxury of having two first-round picks this year, so could they just as likely move up? You know, if Tua falls to eight, which I think is where the Cardinals are at, they don't need a quarterback. Not that the Cardinals have ever shied away from taking a quarterback in the first round of the draft. They might just fucking make the pick out of habit. But the Raiders are an absolute candidate to to trade up a couple spots. You know, they've got those two first-round picks. Two is not 6'8", so I don't see the Broncos being interested. They also have Drew Locke. So I think they're going to give Drew Locke a little time. The Cardinals, as I just talked about, you know, if, if they're if they're going to make the pick, it's out of habit, and just because they're on autopilot, and they're like, oh shit, first round, uh, what do we do? Oh, that's right, what did we do last two years? Great, draft a quarterback. The Niners are set, um, but you know, if they were to trade down. You know, if they're if the guys that they wanted aren't there at 13, and Tua is, and they've got offers to trade down. Now, like the likelihood of trading down on a team trading up to 13 with Tua on the board and then not taking Tua, like that is infinitesimally infinitesimally small. But if something like that were to happen where the Niners were able to accumulate some more picks, trade down, and then they're sitting there at 18. And maybe they've got, you know, maybe, maybe uh they've got 18, 26, and now 31. Do they take Tua just as a you know, just as a flyer? Be interesting. The Seahawks, they're set. But you know, Russell's, you know, he's not not he's not young anymore. He's not old for a quarterback, certainly. He's not young anymore. Could they, you know, could could the Seahawks be kind of doing that? Well, you know, what if? What if he drops? What if he does? The, what if he goes on the Aaron Rodgers slide? Are we are we in? I don't. Know, I mean, it's not like Russell Wilson's getting any MVP votes. Maybe Tua would get an MVP vote. That'd be huge for Seattle. Um. The Rams, you know, they're not set at quarterback. I hate Goff, and not just because I'm a Niners fan. I hate Goff for the Rams. I love him for the Niners. I don't think they're going to win anything with Goff. They don't have first-round picks. Like, their only asset is Sean McVay. So if they wanted to, they'd probably have to trade Sean McVay. So would the Lions trade number three for Sean McVay? I'm the Lions that fucking do it. Patricia's garbage. Uh, the Redskins. I like Haskins. I think I don't think you throw fifty touchdowns in college in in a major conference by accident. So I I like Haskins, but they might not. That's a new you know new regime, new coaching staff, new everything. But they don't have to do much if they want to, or they could just take him at two. The Giants are at four. They're not going to take him. They feel like they're set with Daniel Jones, but 
know, I mean, if you're down on Dwayne Haskins, you kind of have to be down on on Daniel Jones. Their their st- stats last year, even given the fact that Haskins got much less prep, and you know their stats aren't dissimilar in terms of some of like the averages and the yards per yards per throw and things like that. It's not they're not crazy off. The Cowboys. I think this is the wrong time for the Cowboys. The Cowboys, um, it's a, it's the wrong time for the Cowboys. But could they do it? Absolutely. Would that? How much pressure would that put on on Dak? You know, because you could you franchise. You know, you've got Dak franchised. You maybe give Dak a year, let Tua sit, and if if Dak doesn't figure it out, you franchise again, franchise him again, and then trade him. And now you've got. Now you've got a cheap because part of the Cowboys' problem is their crazy salary cap problems right now. They're paying everybody right now, and you know, Dak's going to go from making a half million a year to thirty-five million. It's a big chunk out of your salary cap. If they were to, if they were to figure out a way to get Tua, they'd be, you know, sitting there with the four or five million dollar a year instead of thirty-five. That's a lot of you know. It's a lot of other players you can spend that money on. Um, the Eagles are the Eagles are set. Wentz isn't going to go anywhere. Do they need a backup some at some point? Sure. Um, the Lions. This is interesting because Stafford's like in Stafford's in his thirties at this point. I think like thirty one, and. Coming off a, a season was with his first major injury, so you know what what's possible there. You know, it's like could they could they take Tua there at thirteen? I have no idea what Stafford's contract is like. Now I'm going to have to actually go check that out after this. But I don't think you'd take a I. Unless they know some, if, if they take Tua like at three or trade down and take him at five or seven or something like that, then they know something about Stafford's injury that they're not telling anybody. Uh, the Packers, they don't. There's no meaningful back backup there. Aaron Rodgers is the type of guy that he's just gonna fucking pack up and quit one year. He's not even gonna give you any notice. You know, Pat, Rodgers doesn't have. He doesn't have any. I don't think he's got any of like the the big records in sight because, you know, he he didn't get his career off the ground for the first three four years. So, I'm not sure he's chasing any big career records. So, you know, it's like I don't I don't see Rodgers playing into his 40s. So could you could the Packers conceivably? I mean, 30 is a long way to fall, but Aaron Rodgers fell to 24. So who the fuck knows? Um. Yeah, this is kind of this is kind of turned into well, who could who could take two? And and part of the reason this has turned into this is because I I've got a blog article up. I just started writing blogs on top of the podcast, so hopefully you guys can check that. I probably talked to I I probably ta- already talked about it at the top of the pod, but anyway, I'm just mentioning it again. A little little self plug. Um, but two has actually won a game on Monday night. Kirk Cousins hasn't. Think about it. Uh, the Bears are obviously not set, but they obviously don't have a first-round draft pick because of the Khalil Mack trade. I think it's still the Khalil Mack trade. 
So the um, yeah, I don't yeah, I don't yeah. Oh, and they've got Nick Foles, so they're really you know the Bears are are really set at the the Bears are really good at not being set at quarterback. Then finally, the NFC South. You know, it's like the Panthers. Like, if they were to sign, if they were to draft Tua, they'd only have Teddy and Tua for a combined like eighteen million. It's a really reasonable number to pay a quarterback this year. It wouldn't be crazy to have both of them. Um, the Bucks QB, he might retire in the next couple of years. I've got a feeling. So maybe they, you know, but I think the Bucks are probably more likely going. You know, going to try and protect that old-ass quarterback. The Saints are always looking for system quarterbacks. Two would slide right in. And uh, uh, and then the Falcons. Uh, you know, Matt Ryan's 34. So, you know, and hasn't really won anything. And is expensive. And the team needs help. So, you know, if you're not... I, the the problem the problem there is that the GM and the coach right now they're not thinking long term they're trying to save their jobs this this year and so they're not taking a project quarterback they're not taking anybody that's not going to help them so NFL.com had said they'd laid out like before free agency who the QB needy teams were and it said Panthers and Jags and Bucks and and Redskins. Lions, Colts, Raiders, Patriots, and Saints. And some of these you can cross off. Like Colts obviously got their guy. Lions are a maybe, and we kind of talked about a lot of them. But there's there's probably 10 or 12 teams that are kind of like QB insecure easily right now. And uh, I would love – because this is, this is kind of the position that the, the, the Chiefs were in a couple years ago with Mahomes. They had a good QB. You wouldn't have thought that they were – you know, they were competitive. They were making the playoffs. So if you're if you're sitting there thinking that, oh, my team's got a decent QB and and we're not thinking about doing something crazy, the Chiefs had Alex Smith, who was really good for them, playing the best football of his career, and they traded up to get Mahomes. So if somebody thinks that highly of Tua, then you know, it shouldn't, you know, listen, if you don't have the, if you don't have a top QB life in the NFL is really fucking hard. So if you can trade, if two is it and you can, and you can pull off the trade and you get two that's worth getting the quarterback is worth whatever you give up for him, but you can't miss. So somebody's going to fuck something up though. I can guarantee, guarantee that somebody's, you know, listen, we know teams are going to blow this draft. And it will make my life a lot easier if some team just goes buck wild for Tua, dumps every draft pick they've got, and then he's like a bust. The hip doesn't work out. You know, those are the those are the things that cripple franchises and uh, and make the meme make 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 the meme life that much easier. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. If you've made it this far, I appreciate it. I hope you liked what I had to say. If you didn't like it, I hope you come back next week and hear more of the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth. 
Thanks for listening. Go ahead, like, subscribe, review, whatever you got to do. Help me get that podcast clout. Thanks, guys. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.